There's only one road into Key West, but you won't believe where it can take you. Travel back in time to a city rich with history. Discover amazing artists and musicians. Taste seafood fresh off the boat, or just kick back and soak up the island vibe. For more about Key West, visit flakeys.com. Key West, close to perfect, far from normal. How powerful is the Cox Network? So powerful that one day, the internet will let your doctor perform miracles from thousands of miles away. Connecting to remote operating room. Giving a whole new meaning to the term house call. Operation complete. The Cox Network. With gig speeds everywhere, it's internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, bringing us closer. In Cox serviceable areas, speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms apply. Other restrictions may apply. You're about to experience a life-giving message from Bishop Kevin Foreman, pastor of Harvest Church. One church in global locations. To find out more about Bishop Foreman and Harvest Church, visit our website at www.harvestchurch.church. Your faithful giving is how we continue to bring life-giving messages like these to you. Give online in our mobile app or text the word giving to 59769. Remember to love God, love people, and love life. Receive and fully submit to God's word, which is the lamp to my feet and the light to my path. In this year of fruitfulness, I will manifest good results in every area of my life. In Jesus' name, amen. Stand for just a second, if you would. We're going to move quickly. Go to Luke chapter 11, verses 34 and 35. This is Jesus speaking. You know this because if you have an old school Bible, it's in red. If you have the Harvest Mobile app, it says, and Jesus said. <laughs> All right. By the way, if you don't have the app, get the app. You can text Harvest to 59769 to get it. It's free. You can read the whole Bible in the year. It's amazing. You don't even have to know how to read. It'll read it to you. And that's good. Because some of them names, you just be skipping. Who can tell the truth? Some of them names, yeah, I don't, I don't even, Methu, Methu, and them had <laughs> Luke. I like Luke. This is Dr. Luke. Luke is a physician. He's a doctor, so he sees things that others wouldn't see. A doctor will pay attention to stuff that you wouldn't pay attention to. A doctor has the ability to show you what's wrong with you, and you thought it was one thing, but the doctor said it's something else. Sometimes you can have results or, or the fruit of something in one area, but the causation can be another area. So Luke, as he writes this, he's writing it as a doctor. What he, watch what he says. Luke eleven thirty four. 34. Your eye is the lamp of your body. When your eye is healthy, your whole body is full of light. But boy, when it's bad, your whole body is full of darkness. Be careful lest the light in you be darkness. Let me say this verse another way that maybe we can get it. He says, the way you see things, when you're healthy, you see everything with light. You see every, what's light? The knowledge of God. He says, when you're healthy, you see yourself as a victor, not a victim. He says, when your eyes are right, you see God working. You don't see God being uh, 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 not working. He says, when your eye is right, everything has more light. But he says, when your eye is wrong, you're the victim. People are always treating you wrong. Everything is bad. You're in darkness. What's darkness? The absence of the knowledge of God. So in essence, what was Dr. Luke saying? He's saying, if you don't like what's going on in your life, here's what he's saying. You need to get your eyes checked. 
He was saying the, the number one issue that all of us is facing isn't what we go through. It isn't what's happening. It isn't our circumstance. It isn't our situation. Watch this. It's with your eyes. Do you see me? Look at your neighbor in their eyes. If they're trying to avoid you, just, you know, just look at them. Say, say, when your eyes aren't right, you will miss what's right in front of you. Say, today... God's going to heal our sight. Father, I pray now that you would move by your spirit, customize, tailor, make this word for us, your people, that we will begin the process of conquering issues. Because I decree prophetically that by the end of this month, there's some issues that we've been facing that we will see no more again forever. I speak healing into the life of everybody under the sound of my voice. In Jesus' name, somebody shout hallelujah. You can grab a seat. Uh, Wednesday, we started this new series called All These Issues, aimed at getting real, church, so that we can heal. You will never heal from something you cannot first be real about. And it's like going to a doctor, and the doctor says, tell me where you have pain, and you do not tell the doctor where the pain is because you are ashamed. I need you to know this month, don't you be ashamed of anything, don't you be condemned of anything, and don't you operate in guilt, because this is your month to heal. Let's tell the truth. You've been through a lot of hell. You've been through a lot of disappointment. You've been through a lot of betrayal. Am I talking to anybody. You've had situations that have hurt you, situations that have rocked your world, but I need you to know this month, somebody say this month, healing is coming to your house and it's not just coming to your house it's coming to your heart and it's coming to your children the limp you walked in here with baby you ain't gonna have that by the end of this month the burdens you were carrying when you walked in here you're not carrying those until the next month if you believe that shout yeah right there Watch me. Uh, we got to get real so that we can heal. And we're talking about healing for your soul. Kelly Price, she sang a song talking about you need healing for your soul. I like that song, one of my favorite songs to this day. Your soul, watch me, is your mind, thoughts, will, and emotions. Say those four things. Mind, thoughts, will, and emotions. Watch this. You are a spirit. That's your subconscious mind. That's who you are without thinking about it. You live in a body. That's not actually you. Did you not know the body you have is actually a temporary suit? It's kind of like the movie Alien. You just got it on. Or excuse me, Independence Day. You just got the alien suit on. Got it? Right. That's not the real you. The real you is not that Mac. It's not that Maybelline. It's not those extensions. Y'all not talking to me. <laughs> That, that's not the real you. The, the, the real you is your spirit. That's your subconscious mind. You live in a physical body, but here's what all of us possesses, a soul. And your soul is comprised of these four areas, your mind, thoughts, will, and emotions. So when we talk about healing for your mind, what's that? Healing your mindset. The way you set your mind determines what it is that you perceive. Okay? Many times we have a messed up mindset that started in us when we were very young. See, if you felt like you were treated differently than a sibling, you have the mentality that everybody's trying to get over on you. Watch this. Even if they're not. Say, he's healing my mind this month. Now, y'all ain't saying it like me. Say, he's healing my mind this month. That's why the Bible says, let this mind that was in Christ be in you also. What is he saying? Your mind has been set, but it's been set up wrong based on the wrong that's happened to you. And you have been living the life, watch this, of somebody else simply because your mind has been set in an incorrect way. We're going to heal your mind. Here's the second thing. It is, watch this, your thoughts. The Bible says, as a man thinks in his heart or mind there, uh, so is he. Check this out. Your thoughts determine your actions. That's what the Bible says, take every thought captive. Because if I think about it long enough, baby, I'm going to act on it. 
Have you ever watched this, sat back and thought about something for weeks and then watch this because the thought didn't get held down because the thought wasn't held captive. Now you act on it. Watch me. And you know you shouldn't have acted on it, but you do it anyway. What are real people that tell me? I knew I shouldn't have acted on it, but I did it anyhow because I could not get hold of my thoughts. Some of you can't sleep because of your thoughts. Some of you can't have a good day on your job because of your thoughts. Some of you are tormented by who dropped you because of your thoughts. But this series, you're going to see healing in your thoughts. Number three, it is, watch this, your will. Your will, watch this, is what you want to do. Now, this is important because Jesus, when he's on his way to Calvary, he, he, he breaks down in this place called the Garden of Gethsemane, which literally means crushing and blessing at the same time. Watch me. The same thing that crushes you is the same thing that makes you conquer. The same thing that puts pressure on you is the same thing that blesses you. You need to learn how to handle pressure and handle pain because that's the same place you're going to see your game. Jesus is in a garden that's killing him at the same time it's birthing him. The same thing that's giving him pain is the same thing that's about to make him rain. The same thing that hurts like the opposite of heaven. It's first Sunday. I'll be nice. It's the same thing. <laughs> it's the same thing that's helping him the greatest. Could it be that what you're afraid of is actually what you need? Could it be that you need them to walk out so that you can learn how to do it by yourself? Y'all not saying nothing to me. Could it be that you need that friend to drop you because the truth is it's a one-sided friendship. You give all the benefit. They don't bring nothing to the table. And in 2019, ain't nobody sitting at my table that doesn't bring something to the table. It's some people you need to say, you can go, thank you, next. It is your will. What do you want to do? So Jesus, he's in the Garden of Gethsemane. And it, he's, he's having what's called hemotidrosis. His sweat glands, he's so stressed, his sweat glands are exuding blood through his blood vessels so that now, watch this, drops of blood are coming from his face. He's so stressed out. He's like, why? This is going to hurt. Why? I am going to have to pay for something I didn't do. And it's going to be painful. And right when he's ready to give up, you know, because he's the God man, right? The anthropos is the Greek word. Theos, God, anthro, man. He's the God man. 100% God, 100% man. Someone's God can't believe he's a man. Someone's man you can't believe he's a God. So, so check this out. He's the God man. And it's so painful for him. He says, Father, I don't want to do this. See, you need to know God already knows the real deal, so quit playing. Where are the people that have learned to worship him in spirit? Watch this, and true. Which means I don't have nothing to hide from my daddy. Because watch this, when you start seeing him as your father, you realize I don't have anything to hide from my father. Why? He knows all about me anyway. Throw your hands up. Say, he's my father. So you don't have anything to hide from him. You sit up here acting like he wasn't in there with you in the computer. Oh, did y'all just get silent on me? Uh, 915 tried that. Mm -mm, Y'all ain't doing it too. You're acting like he doesn't know what you were thinking. I ain't going to say that. God was all up in your head. And you know what? And he still loves you. And he still ain't gave up on you. And he still hasn't thrown in the towel. Who can give God 10 seconds of praise that he still loves you? 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, Three, two, one. 
loves you, knows all the tea, and still loves you. Knows everything you did, everything you thought about, and he still loves What kind of love is this? My God. He knows the real deal, and he still loves us. Jesus said, Father, if it's possible, let this cup pass from me. I don't want to do this. Then watch what he says. Nevertheless, not my will. Watch me. Not what I want to do, but what you want me to do. When, watch this, when you have issues in your soul, you will do what you want to do and ignore what he wants you to do and be mad when what you do messes up. Final area is our emotions. When you have issues, it shows up in your emotion. Watch this. Some of you are mad at your spouse, which is why you haven't touched your neighbor. Some of you, you're mad at something that happened last Tuesday. Got it? And so it's affecting your emotions today. Be careful whenever you find yourself having spontaneous emotional breakdowns. Because what it is, this is an indication for you that there's unresolved issues. So what God does is he brings it up at an inopportune time to make you deal with it. I don't know about you, but I'm glad that, watch this, he won't let some stuff slide. Mm. I'm glad that he won't let some stuff just get by because he loves you too much to lose on his investment in you. And so the moment that you say, oh, God, I'm tired of this, I'm sick of this, I'm sick of this, he'll say, wait a minute, let me put this back in your face because, baby, we're going to conquer this thing. You ain't going to be like the rest of your bloodline that just talks about it. Baby, you're going to be about it. You're going to walk this thing out. Your mind, thoughts, will, and emotions. Now, that's where all of our issues exist, right there, your mind. That's where the issue is this. Do you know the issue isn't even the issue? The fact is that the issue exists in those areas. The only place the rejection exists is in your soul. Catch that. The only place the abandonment exists is in your soul. The only place the betrayal exists is in your soul. I need you to catch that. So if we heal your soul, baby, we heal your life. On Wednesday, we learned that we're not just healing from issues with our logic. You know, five steps to this, ten steps to this, counseling and therapy. All of those are phenomenal things that I think most people need. But we can't just do it through our logic. Watch this. Uh, the reality is it's got to be done by his spirit. Say, I need Jesus. Zechariah 4.6. Then he said to me, this is the word of the Lord to Zerubbabel. Not by might, nor by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord. Check this out. God tells Zechariah this after many years of delay due to issues. You missed it. God tells Zechariah, you've been experiencing delay because you've got issues. You're missing it. You're experiencing delay because of your issues. And if I took you into what you prayed for, you'd mess it up. So the delay you've been experiencing is because I need you to get healed from your issues. Y'all missed it. He says, the door I've opened for you, you can't walk in yet because your issues are keeping you out of that door. But he says, the way you're going to get through this, Zerubbabel, it's not by might, it's not by power, but it's going to be by my spirit. And here's what's significant. The word might means your strength. He says, you're not going to do this by your strength. If you could have, you would have. If you're the strong one in your friends and the strong one in your family, you're used to solving problems. You want to know what's interesting is that you can solve everybody else's, let's tell the truth, but yours. You got everybody else's relationship suggestions and relationship solutions, but yours. Where the honest people at at the living room? You can encourage other people and they be like, that makes so much sense. And then you can go look at your situation and be like, I don't even want to deal with it. I... Turn that over. Watch this. Efficiency. Might means efficiency. He says, it doesn't matter how good you are at this. 
it still hasn't fixed that issue. Then it means wealth. He says, watch this, your money doesn't have the ability to solve everything. See, sometimes you think, if I just had more money, my life would be greater. Money only magnifies who you are. If, you're all not talking. Money's a magnifier. So sometimes, rather than asking God for more money, you need to ask him for better character. Come here. Because if you have better character when he takes you to the top, you'll be able to stay at the top. You ain't going to be a shooting star that goes high and falls fast. I'm here to tell you, when God takes you up, you're going to be up there for a long time. The longer your process, the longer you're going to reign. Watch, watch. It, 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 means, it, it, means, it means army. He says, not by might, your strength, your efficiency, your wealth, or your army. He said, for all the people you put around you, you still got that issue. He says, you haven't been able to medicate your issue with all of those people around you. Many of us, watch this, we avoid dealing with self because we'll bring crowds around. You're always on the phone. You're always on Instagram. You're always on Facebook. You're always talking to somebody. You walk through the halls like this. Y'all not saying nothing to me. And I'm not knocking any of us for that. Here's the reality, though, is that if we're honest, sometimes what we're trying to do is build an army of co-signers so that we don't have to deal with ourselves. If I can talk to you, I ain't got to deal with me. That's why some of you, when it gets too quiet, you'll turn stuff on in your house. Because now I got to deal with me. I got to deal with my mind, my will, my thoughts, and my emotions. And I'm going to tell you the reason why some of you have felt lonely lately is because God says, baby, it's you and me. Here's the funny thing. You got more people around you now than you've ever had before. But you still feel like you're by yourself. Why? Because God says, it's me and you. We're going to deal with this issue. We're going to get you over this because I can't have you messing up the last three quarters of this year. If you believe that God's going to give you the best three quarters of the year you've ever experienced before shout right there watch me watch me watch me not by might watch this nor by power power gets me because power watch this it means your ability he says you're not going to get through your issues because you're able he says if you could have you would have a lot of times we think you know you know i got this i got this and you do but notice what paul said i can do all things, and most of us stop there. I got this. Back up, back up. I got this. I'm good. I'm a grown man. I'm a grown woman. I put on my pants the same way they do. But you didn't finish the verse. I can do all things through Christ. That strengthens me. Which means your ability has already proven itself to you because it's determined your reality. What would happen if you stopped trying to do you and said, Lord, you do you through me? Watch. It doesn't just mean ability. It means force. He says you can't force your way through these issues. He says some of you just got so angry. You got so mad. And you still ain't fixed the issue. You didn't cuss everybody out. Still ain't fixed the issue. Maybe you didn't say it out loud. Ooh, but in your head. See, really? I can tell, look, 1115, I can tell some of y'all are cousins. I can tell. Just wink at your neighbor. Just say, you don't, just say don't judge nobody. Don't just tell them. I ain't judging nobody. I'm just saying, don't get quiet when I tell the truth. Some of y'all are professionals. You have a PhD in using the English language in a very descriptive fashion. Watch. He says, he says, you get so angry, but that still hasn't fixed the issue. 
You tell your kids to leave you alone, and that still ain't fix your issue. You tell your spouse, I just need a moment, and that still ain't fix the issue. You take, watch this, mental health days off your job, and that still ain't fix the issue. Because he says, not by might, nor by power. He says, you ain't going to be able to do this one by yourself. And that's really vulnerable for us because most of us have trust issues. Truth be told, most of us have a little bit of a trust issue. Some of you won't touch your neighbor because, like, I don't know them like that. I will look in their direction. But the last person that, that I touched that trusted, you know, uh, no, I ain't doing all that. They took my watch. I ain't doing that. <laughs> watch. Well, you should have kept it on tighter. I mean, that's you. All right. Watch. Watch. Then it means fruit. This word power. It means fruit. He says, what you've accomplished isn't going to solve your issues. And then here's the last one that I like. It means chameleon. Whoa. He says, you're not going to be able to just play this one anymore. You're not even going to be able to fake this one anymore. He says, most of us have learned how to fake it until we make it. And God says, those days are over for your life because you're going to live it. I need somebody that believes you ain't going to have to fake it no more. You ain't going to have to pretend no more. When you tell people I'm doing good, it'll be the truth. Y'all not talking. When you tell people that I'm winning, it'll be the truth. I'm not going to fake it no more. I'm not going to have to pretend anymore. Somebody say, it'll be my reality. Now, 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 that's why we all need Jesus, y'all. You can't do this without him. You've tried it, and it ain't worked because it can't work. And one of the ways that we involve God in our issues, we learned on Wednesday, is through prayer. We learned four things that prayer does. Number one, prayer provides. It brings provision. Number two, prayer prevents. Some of the stuff that you didn't get into is because prayer prevented him. The reason that accident didn't kill you, you thought it was because you made that right turn on time. No, prayer stopped that. Then prayer protects you. Prayer will keep you from what you don't even know you need to be kept from. And fourthly, we learn that prayer points you or it focuses you. And throughout this series, I need you to know you're going to be praying for yourself and each other a lot. So I hope you don't miss our times in corporate prayer on Monday night because this isn't going to be done by might, nor by power, but by what? His spirit. God says these issues that are left in your life require him. Whoa. Whoa. Oh, these issues that are left require him. You handled everything you could. What's left you need him for. I need you to just take, watch this, two seconds to give him praise. Watch this, that you ain't in this by yourself. Somebody say, I'm not by myself. Now, watch me, watch me, watch me, watch me, watch me, watch me. Uh, the focus that prayer provides is significant for where you're at in your life right now. Why, Bishop? Because the biggest of all your issues, watch this, isn't the actual issue. The biggest of your issues isn't the circumstance, isn't the problem, it's in how you, watch me, how you see it. It's not what you're looking at that's the issue, it's how you see it. Uh, somebody said, I need my eyes checked. When I was in the third grade, I couldn't see the chalkboard from far back, and I didn't know to tell my mother that I couldn't see because I thought it was normal to see like that. You already missed it. I thought it was normal not being able to see. You missed it. I thought something that was wrong was right because I didn't know that it shouldn't be that way. Sometimes in life, there are ways we see things that we think are normal because we've always seen it that way. And nobody's ever been able to say, wait a minute, you're struggling to see what's right in front of you. My third grade teacher, she said, you're struggling to see what's right in front of you. And hear me, 1115, that's where most of your issues come from. You can't see what's really going on because you need your eyes checked. It's right there in front of you, but you can't see it because your perception has been messed up. 
But I'm waiting on the Lord. I'm waiting on the Lord. And the Lord says, it's right in front of you. You just can't see it. Now, listen, I like going to the doctor because I pay a lot of money to go to the doctor. All of us do. <laughs> Ain't that the truth? So, listen, I like using what I pay for. And so, y'all seen this before? Now, everybody can see the E, right? All right, what's this? Everybody can see the F and the P, right? That means your vision is 2100. <laughs> now, obviously, I know distance and all that. Check this out. Check this out. Then, then watch this. Everybody sees T-O-Z? Everybody sees L-P-E-D? Everybody see P-E-C-F-D? But watch this. Watch what happens when I move it. What y'all see? E. You got that right. This is the first business test some of y'all ever passed right there. E. Listen, listen, here's what's significant. Here's what's significant. Let's look at that scripture, Luke 11:34. Luke 11:34. Your eye. What does that really mean? Your perception is the lamp of your body. And when your perception is healthy, your whole body's full of light. But if your perception is bad, it's full of darkness. And here's what you need to know. Everybody under the sound of my voice, our perception is not 2020. We do not see things as they are. We see them as we are. And if we don't fix your eye, what did Dr. Luke say through Jesus? Dr. Luke through Jesus said, everything about you will look at things the wrong way. You'll see yourself as a victim and really you're the victor. You'll see yourself as always losing when really you're winning. You'll see yourself as being at the bottom when really you're at the top, but you don't see it that way because you need your eyes checked. When you need your eyes checked, they give you corrective lenses. They give you corrective lenses because they're saying you can't see what's in front of you the right way. How many of you see your, watch this, your spouse is your enemy because you can't see the right way? Because you don't see them, you see the last one. Since y'all ain't going to talk, I'm going to preach like I want to. How many of you see, watch this, your pastor is your enemy? Because you think I'm some other dude. I'm not. That was your first mistake was thinking I'm like most pastors. I don't want to be. Okay, I'm going to press the envelope if they don't say amen. Play that keyboard, boy. Now listen. He's sitting over there laughing. You're supposed to be playing. I'm just joking. Not really, though, play. Watch. The further it moves, the less I can see. And it becomes difficult to see what's right in front of you. See it? Stop zooming. That's what they're doing. Can y'all tell me what's on that line right there? Shoot, I can't even tell you what's on that line right there. Say, my perception needs fixing. Say it again. Say, my perception needs fixing. Your perception is affected by four things, four Ps. Let me give them to you real quick. Watch this. The first P is pain. When you've had pain in your life, you don't see things as they really are. Mm -mm. You see it through the lenses. Watch this of avoiding pain. Anything that seems like it's going to cause me pain, I avoid it. I'm not saying me literally. I'm saying that's what we do when we experience pain. And what you need to know is that you can only grow to the threshold of your pain. How much can you hurt? Because that's the highest you can climb. Some of y'all need to give God glory. Watch this. That you've proven that you can handle a lot of pain, which means you can handle being elevated very high. 
See, if you want to call the shots, watch me. You're going to have to take the shots. You can't be crying because somebody lied about you on Facebook. You better just take it and keep it moving, keep it moving, keep it moving. Here's the second thing that affects your perception. People. Ooh, people. People. People be causing trouble, trouble. People, people can get in your head. I told her 915 yesterday, I got in for my exercise and all that and, uh, and, and all that. And so I turned it on Netflix <coughs> and I was going to look at a documentary. And the Netflix suggested, they said, you haven't watched How to Get Away with Murder. I said, I haven't watched the last season. And so I put it on at about four, not four, four. Um, I'm joking. I put it on about four. And, um, and, and so while I was watching, it was just going in the background. And, and then, you know, how if you ever watch How to Get Away with Murder, when you get to the end, it, you know, the scenes start going real fast. They start playing the music and all of that. And I was watching How to Get Away with Murder. I'm sitting there, and it starts getting real good. And so then watch this. Before I could tell Netflix not to move to the next one, it was like next episode started in five, four. I was like, well, let me go in and watch it. So I finished the whole season about 11.30 last night. I'm going to need you not to judge me. I'm going to need you not to do that. And in one of the episodes, if you don't know what I'm talking about, just smile. Um, and, and in one of the episodes, uh, one of the girls, she said, I didn't think I needed that. In fact, I thought I was healed from that until so-and-so got in my head. Sometimes you have to be careful who you give your ear to because whoever has your ear controls your future. And people will get in your head, mess with it, and then leave because their only job was to sow discord, to sow mess, to sow trauma, to sow lack of trust, to sow doubt. And sometimes you got to tell people, thank you. I don't have time for that. If you're not adding to me, you're taking from me. If you're not helping me go higher, you're trying to pull me down lower. Jesus says, if you're not building with me, then you're tearing it down. Third thing that can affect your perception is problems. Past problems, present problems. You know, if you sit and dog stuff long enough, it won't smell no more. You missed it. They missed it. The whole 11-15 missed the point. And we're going to back that thing up. Back up, back up, because it's on. Watch. If you sit in drama long enough, it ain't drama. That's just how we are. If you sit in mess long enough, it ain't mess. It's just Monday. If you sit in crazy situations long enough, it becomes, watch this, what should be irregular becomes regular because your perception has been shaped by your problems. And sometimes you can take on the spirit of your problems. Your problems are difficult, so you become difficult. You don't follow rules. You don't follow instructions. You don't do nothing. And the reality is it's because your perception has been jaded because you think since my life is that way, I need to be that way with other people. Fourth area. Fourth area is your past. Let's be honest. How many of us have got some stuff in our past that, that you know, was hurtful? That's all of us. If you don't, you're the one that caused us hurt. And we're going to follow the Bible. Y'all want to follow the Bible? Get me a stone. <laughs> Ain't none over here. All right. I'm just playing. I'm just playing. All right. Let's tell the truth. We don't see this like we're supposed to. We, most of the time, got it flipped like this. Why? My pain, my past, my problems, and people. 
affect my ability to see, watch me, what's right in front of me. Front row, can y'all see this? Y'all can see? Y'all don't see that big E right there? The only reason you know it's there, because I told you it was there, you saw it before. Most of us live from memory. I want to preach now. I didn't have time to deny for them. Most of y'all ain't present today. You're living from yesterday. Doing off of memory. This is my routine. It's memory. I'm mad at you because we just fight. That's what we do. We break up to make up. That's what we do. Memory. Because you can't see what's right in front of you. I'm, I'm doing the best I can. I just want to make sure you get it. On Facebook yesterday, I asked you to share with me the two top issues you're facing right now. Can I show you how you need to get your eyes checked? Because here's the issues, and thank you for those of you who were honest and shared your issues. I appreciate you. And again, remember, no guilt, condemnation, or shame. None. How much? None. How much? None. If you want that, you can go somewhere else. <laughs> First, fear. Could it be that what you see is fear, or could it be that what you see and what you're afraid of is actually what you need to embrace. Maybe you're seeing it wrong. Maybe you see it as a lion with any number of cat with a shadow. Maybe you need to get your eyes checked. Here's the second thing that was mentioned, a lack of progress. Is it that you're making no progress or simply do you not recognize the progress that's being made because you're the thing that's being worked on? When you're the thing that's being worked on, it's difficult to notice progress. In fact, how many people you've had to have somebody else compliment you about how you've improved your physical fitness because you didn't see it yourself. But watch this. They can see what you could not see even though it was right in front of your face. Why? Because you were living from memory. Here's the next thing you mentioned. Watch this. You said stress. Could it be that you're stressed or that you're just simply underprepared? Could the stress be an indication that you need to stop waking up at 7.45 to be to work by 8? They ain't saying nothing to me. Could it be that the stress you feel about your kids is because you're making up, watch this, you're making up vicariously for them what you didn't get, and so now you're trying to give them what you didn't get, not realizing that the reality is you're not supposed to be their friend, you're supposed to be their leader, and to be their leader means I cannot... Watch me, watch me. Your anger. That was one of the things you mentioned. My anger is an issue. Anger is a signal emotion. It's pointing at something else. You're never angry about what you're angry about. I promise you, you're not angry about Lucky Charms. Who ate my cereal? I work all day and can't come home and have a bowl of cereal. Fellas, don't you dare leave me hanging like that, fellas, because you knew you took that big cake bowl out. You were ready to eat you some cereal. You poured your milk, and you went up there, opened that cabinet, and your son ate the last. <laughs> Ladies, you're not mad that your kids didn't clean the house after uh, and when you got home from work. You're not mad about that. What you're mad about is that you feel like they don't appreciate you. That's what you're mad about. But you can't see that. And the reason you feel like they don't appreciate you is because the truth is you've always felt unappreciated. Which is why you get a negative attitude with people when you feel like they ain't appreciating you. And you be doing all that? Your issue ain't with people now. Your issue is with your past. Woo! But this series, this series is going to dig all of that up and you're going to be healed from it. Somebody say healing for my soul. 
lack of decisiveness, paralysis of analysis, lack trust. Could it be that you have a trust issue or could it be that you trust the wrong people? Could it be that you trusted a snake to not bite you because the snake told you it wasn't going to bite you? Even though the snake has a history of biting. I'm, I'm doing the best I can. Like, like how are you mad that a liar lied and you thought you was the exception? You were a lie whisperer. Can we tell the truth? How many of us in this room right now have trusted people we knew we shouldn't have trusted, but we did it anyhow? We can't be mad at them. They were doing what they do. What they do. They smile in your face. All the time they want to take your place. What they? Backstabbers. And you sitting there, I can't believe them. I can. If they stab their mama's back, their daddy's back, their cousin's back, they if they got a history of body bags behind you, you ain't going to be the one to fix them. You ain't daddy that good. Y'all, y'all don't like this. <laughs> Moving forward. Finishing what you start, procrastination, anxiety, forgiveness, depression, feeling overwhelmed. Are you overwhelmed or are you disorganized? Is it too much or is it just all over the place? How you eat a hamburger? Is it, can anybody put a whole burger? If you can do this, I promise you, I will give you something after I will autograph you a book. Watch. <laughs> How you eat a burger? One by a time. Let me ask you a crazy question. How do you eat an elephant? Isn't it bigger, so don't you have to attack it differently? No. Sometimes we talk about we're overwhelmed. You're not under overwhelmed. You're disorganized. You're underorganized. You sitting here got papers everywhere. Come, come, give me. I told somebody today, I said, there's too many papers in your hand. I said, take some of them papers out your hand. It's too much. I said, you stressing me out looking at all them papers in your hand. You got papers just everywhere. Stuff everywhere. Car note next to your doctor's appointment. Doctor's appointment next to your birth certificate. Birth certificate. <laughs> okay, 11.15. Y'all going to do that? I birth certificate next to your paycheck. Paycheck next to... to the Dr. King fan from when you went back home in the South and that. Like, you're just disorganized. You're not overwhelmed, but you don't see it that way. You, you, don't, you, don't, see, you don't see that. It's too small because your perception has been jaded by your problems. So where do I even start, Bishop? Fixing your eyes. I couldn't see what was on the board, not because what she wrote was wrong, not because there was something wrong with the chalk or the board, the issue was with my eyes. Would you lay your hands and say, Lord, heal my perception? Now, watch this, watch this, watch this. Not good enough, feeling not good enough, pride, relationships, irritability. You just need to eat. Come on with me after church. I tell you, eat good. You have good white bread white and butter, you'll be fine. Now, just so you know, you get your own butter. I get my own butter. I double dip. This is my butter. You should order one. Watch. <laughs> uh, watch this. The past. And you want to know the number one issue that you said yesterday on Facebook? Watch this. Was focus. 
said, my number one issue is my inability to focus. You not know that, what are we reading in the scripture? He says, he says, what comes into your eyes, the light of your body. And if something's wrong with it, you won't see things properly. Check this out. I want to show you what happens when you need to get your eyes checked. Because this is where many of us have been or at or headed if you don't get this eye exam. And today we got a special. You get two pair of eyeglasses and the exam <laughs> for $99. Come on here. All right. <laughs> what was it? Now, no special stuff on your lenses. That's how they get you. But like, all this is is a basic lens. You want us to put the stuff on there, that's going to be an extra 450. I'm like, God, dog. <laughs> oh, you want the scratch coding? Oh, listen, baby, that's, that's $9.99. <laughs> chapter 1, verse number 2. Say, I need my eyes checked. This is Habakkuk talking, and Habakkuk is sounding a lot like us. And we're done. We're done at 1115. I just wanted you to see this because we're going to carry this message into Wednesday, a little bit of it, because it's going to be good for us. Habakkuk chapter 1, verse 2. How long shall I cry for help? And you don't hear me. Question, why are you still crying there? If he really believed God didn't hear him, why are you still talking? Because he didn't believe that. When you need your eyes checked, you will misspeak. You will say things that are not accurate nor true. You don't even believe it. And will you not hear? Or when I cry to you violence, will you not save me? Oh, God, he misspoke. When you need your eyes checked, you will always call something that is nothing like what it is. You will look at this E, and you won't call it an E. You'll say, that's an M. Or a W. No, baby, that's an E. But watch this, you'll, you'll misspeak. Here's what you'll say. You're always trying to take me down. Or maybe I'm the only one that challenges you to be better. Huh? You never celebrate the good stuff I do. Because we don't need to talk about that. We need to talk about what needs fixing. Your problem is you're addicted to applause. And I'm getting ready to close. Watch this. Verse 3. Why do you make me look at injustice? Why do you tolerate wrongdoing? Destruction and violence are before me. There's strife and conflict abounds. So watch this. He's the prophet. Say, man of God. And say it like you're from the deep south. Say, man of God. That's how they say it in the south. One time, a lady, she said, the man of God. I said, what's a man? <laughs> the woman of God. I said, what is that? Where do they do that? Watch. You will miscategorize. He starts saying stuff that's not true. Look what he says. There's strife around me. Conflict abounds. Destruction and violence are, are, are before me. You tolerate wrongdoing. He started miscategorizing. When you need your eyes checked, you'll love those that hate you, hate those that love you. When you need your eyes checked, you will miscategorize things. You will place something in the needs to live category where it needs to die. You'll place something in the needs to die category that needs to live. You'll give CPR to what you should have let die on the street. And the stuff that you should have brought back to life, you'll let it die in the street. You'll attack the wrong thing. Why ain't he saying this to them? Because he's miscategorized God. Here's the next verse. 
Verse 4. Therefore, the law is paralyzed. Law here doesn't mean like the law of the land. Law here means, watch this, God's word. It says, your word don't work. And justice never prevails. The wicked hem in the righteous. He says, I'm pent up. I'm hemmed in. My back's against the wall. So that justice is perverted. Really, Habakkuk? Really? Your back's against the wall? But you got time to write? Really, Habakkuk? I'm not answering you. Why are you talking to me? Really, Habakkuk? This is the way you're, this is what's really going on, Habakkuk? Can you say your name? Really? Your complaints is what's really going on? See, when you need your eyes checked, you'll make a mistake. And let me tell you something. This is something. Can I just have a moment of transparency? I know you're going to judge me anyhow, so I'm going to just do it. I'm just joking. I sometimes have miscategorized and mistake. What's the mistake? I mistook it. I saw it wrong. Let's go back to the eye test. See, my, um, what are they called? What are they called? The optometrist. I was going to say orthodontist, but that's the wrong one. <laughs> the O's got mixed up. <laughs> I have different O's, different, different area codes. My optometrist is in one area, my orthodontist is in another area. Read your Bibles. God. See how y'all took that somewhere? I didn't take that. <laughs> Watch. Um, he moves real fast. I've been going to him for years because we have a good exchange. He knows I'm, I'm, I'm busy and I got to move fast, so we don't do a lot of small talk. He says, hey, Dr. Foreman, how you doing? I said, I'm good. Let's go. <laughs> we move real fast. He'll put that test up. How about now? Uh, how about now? Well, let me, how about now? <laughs> like, man, if you've moved that thing one more time. And then he'll change both at the same time. I'll be like, wait a minute. You're moving too fast. But he moves so fast. And when he moves that fast, sometimes I mistake something. Because, watch this, I'm trying to be right. Because I don't like losing. Some of us in the room. Don't you judge me with that face. Some of us in the room, you're so focused on being right, you're not trying to make the situation right. You're not after a solution, you're after a victory. I want to be able to prove that I got better. I want to be able to say, well, Dr. Foreman, your vision's getting better. <laughs> Look at verse 5. Here it is. Y'all ready to shout? Verse 5 says, this is God's response. Habakkuk has done all of this misspeaking, miscategorizing, mistaking. Look at verse 5. Look at the nations and watch and be utterly amazed. I'm going to do something in your days you wouldn't believe even if I told you. He says, you need your eyes checked so you misunderstand what I'm doing. You think I'm trying to hurt you. I'm trying to help you. You don't even understand what I'm doing. Could it be that the reason that God hasn't done anything about what it is you think you should do something about is because he's working something far exceedingly beyond what you could think is necessary? Could it be the reason you haven't gotten promoted is because God's about to make you own it? I, 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 could, could, let me talk over here because they ain't talking. Could, could it be that the reason God hadn't made them apologize is because he wants them to see you win first? 
Y'all not saying nothing to me. Could it be that God is working something far Maybe he's doing something in you to try to get you to get your eyes checked. So you keep going whoops upside your head, hitting the door because you need your eyes checked. I know it. So here's a back at 2-1. And we're done. Good opening. Well, I guess Wednesday was the opening. Good second. Didn't the Rockies just start? Who likes baseball in here? Awesome. I like baseball food. <laughs> Years ago, I took one of my spiritual sons. We went, we were down there, and, and I, I said, son, I said, I said, what's going on? I said, this is taking too long. I said, when are they going to do something? And they kept going, going, going. He said, yes, sir, this and this and that. I said, look, let's go get something to eat. I said, this is just taking a little too long for me. So. So y'all keep me updated, okay, with what's happening with the Rockies. Habakkuk 2 and 1. I'll take my stand at the watch post. This is English Standard. And station myself on the tower to look to see. He said, I'm going to Tower Road. I'm going to look to see what he's going to say to me. And what I will answer concerning my complaint. Let me read you New King James because New King James lays this thing out. I'll stand my watch and set myself on the rampart. And I will watch and see what he will say to me and what I will answer. Watch what Habakkuk says, when I am corrected. Habakkuk said, I misunderstood, I misspoke, I mistake, or I mistook something, and I miscategorized because I needed my eyes checked. And whenever you need your eyes checked, watch this, you need corrective lenses. You need something to help correct the way that you see things. Right now, I have on contacts. I can see you today because I have on contacts. If I did not have on my contacts, one time I tried driving down the street just because it was up the street. It was just up the street. Don't talk about me. It was a long, 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 long time ago. And I tried driving down. It was a long time ago. And I tried driving down the street without my contacts here. Or my glasses on. And I said, I'm good. Because I know this road. Come here. I said, I know this road, so I'm good. It's just up the street to, 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 to just go right up here to, towards the mailbox. That was the scariest 49 seconds. See how judgmental the church is? I'm just joking. I needed my corrective lenses so I could get to my destination. Because I didn't see where I was going. Some of you feel like you're on delay, and the reality is delay is because you don't see where you're going. You keep hitting stuff that's supposed to be open, but you couldn't see it properly. Are you here, church? Are you here, church? And whenever you need correction, here's the last thing you do. You misbehave. I know we don't like that word, behave. Not in Denver. Telling us to behave is like telling us to Behave. Look, bro, I'm just in my own truth, bro. <laughs> Hebrews 10.36 says, after you do God's will, you receive a promise. The promise. Not you'll get the promise, then do what I said. When you need corrective lenses, the doctor will say, wear these. And you'll say, mm -mm. I'm not doing that. Watch this. They make me look funny. I look different than other people, but, but watch this. But I can finally see. 
I don't want to put that on my eye like that. Got my eye open. Watch this. What are, you trying to, what are you trying to get at, Bishop? Is that many of us, watch this, the real we have to get is not being afraid. Watch this. To say, Lord, I need my eyes checked. And, Lord, I know I got some issues I've been seeing wrong. Who's right there right now? Right? You're at that place right now, Lord. I know. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to close this experience a little different. I want you to just bow your heads and close your eyes. I want to seal this one a little different. If that's your prayer, say, Father, in Jesus' name, I pray. Well, I pray that today's life-giving message has spoken life into your life. I'm Bishop Foreman, pastor of Harvest Church, and at this time, I want to extend an opportunity to you to give your life to Jesus Christ. You know, 2,000 years ago, God stepped in a body. That body was called Jesus. That body got on a cross and died for our sins. Now, sins are things that we do that don't please God, and they ultimately don't please God because they ultimately are very harmful and dangerous to us. Not only did he die for our sins, he died so we could have life and life more abundantly. Here's what that means, that not only do we experience God's best, but that we can speak life into other people and use our lives to change the lives of other people. And today, if you need to become a Christian for the first time, the Bible says if you believe in your heart and confess with your mouth, you will be saved or born again or become a Christian. All those phrases mean the same thing. And if today you were far from God, this is your opportunity to reconnect to God. I love him because uh, he's not the God of a second chance. The truth is, is we've all used our second chance already. He's the God of another chance. He offers us constant new beginnings and fresh starts to get things right for him. He gave his life for us so that we could give our lives for him. So today, if you need to become a Christian or recommit yourself to Jesus right there where you're at, I don't care where you're listening to this message, I want you to say this with me. Say, Father... In the name of Jesus, thank you for dying in my place. Because of this belief and because of this confession, if this is my first time praying this, I am now a Christian. If I was far from you, I am reconnected to you. Great days are here for me. Today is the beginning of the rest of my life. In Jesus' name. Amen. Listen, if you prayed that prayer for the first time, you are now a Christian. You're born again. You're saved from yourself. And if you were far from God, you're reconnected to God. And here's what I want you to do. Take out your mobile phone and text the word decision to the phone number 59769. And when you do, I'm going to send you a message right away that's going to show you how to make Christianity your lifestyle and not just a hobby. And here's what I want to encourage you to do. You are connected to me and connected to Harvest Church for a reason. It's because this is the place God wants to speak life into your life. This is the place God wants you to grow and become a strong Christian and and serve and change the lives of other people. So stay connected, whether it's at a physical campus or a digital campus, stay connected to Harvest Church. Keep receiving this word and let it speak life into your life. Hope you have a phenomenal day. Hey, congratulations. Experiences are what people love the most about travel. Viator is a website and app where you can book travel experiences like hiking Mount Kilimanjaro in Tanzania or enjoying the views while cruising on a catamaran in the Caribbean. They offer everything from simple tours to extreme adventures. With over 300,000 bookable experiences in 190 countries, there's something for everyone. Plus, Viator's travel experiences have millions of real traveler reviews, so you have the information you need to book the best activities for your trip. When you book a travel experience with Viator, there's always flexibility and support with free cancellation, payment options, and 24-7 service. 
Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10. That's V-I-A-T-O-R-10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. One app, over 300,000 travel experiences you'll remember. Do more with Viator. Experiences are what people love the most about travel. That's why they love Viator. They have over 300,000 bookable experiences and something for everyone. Plus, their travel experiences have millions of real traveler reviews, so you have the information you need to book the best activities for your trip. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. One app, over 300,000 travel experiences you'll remember. Do more with Viator.